for anyone coming to me and they're like, I want to do what you did, but you don't need to. Not eating meat is a personal choice. Uh, dairy, I cannot, and gluten. But if you don't have those issues, then there's no need to eat the way that I eat, right? And I think that people look at that and they didn't see the process and going through these different things and trying a different faddish diets and all these things to realize, okay, I can't do this. This is not working. And the quick way is not really the quick way. It doesn't last. Empower You podcast is devoted to bringing real world wisdom and encouragement to our listeners, fans, subscribers, and friends. We talk about a multitude of life principles and the process from an economic, societal, and cultural perspective. We believe that in tough conversations and shared wisdom, we can pave the path and leave a ladder for the future. So subscribe to our channel, rate, review, and let us empower you. What's up, friends? If you're anything like me, you realize that eating healthy meals supercharges your productivity and gives you a clear mind so that you can solve more problems at work or in your business. Smile More Meal Prep Service lets you choose from a variety of healthy food options that will fit your dietary needs while putting a smile on your face so you can stop stressing about eating healthy throughout the week and buying lunches because Smile More Meal Prep has got your back. And if you use the promo code EMPOWER, you'll receive 15% off your order. So click the link in the show notes, order your healthy, delicious meals, relax, and smile more. Yo, what is up? What is up? Welcome to Empower You Podcast. My name is Kibway Cooper. I am so excited that you are here. I have an awesome podcast for you guys. Today is very, very special. Today, someone is coming on to give us a guest reflection, but it's so special because this particular individual has shown me and this podcast so much incredible support the entire time I have been podcasting. And I'm on episode like 87 now. And so it means a lot to me, the support that has come from this individual. And I'm so glad that I can actually have them come on um, and share a podcast with me. This is why comments and reviews are very important because it gives me an opportunity to grow a relationship with you as a listener, and then we can start to collaborate. And now we're not just in uh, an exchange, we're collaborating, creating awesome things together. So um, my guest for this guest reflection is a uh, health and wellness coach, um, she's also a veteran. She's a wife. She's a mom. She is reinventing herself in such an incredibly inspiring way. And I just cannot wait to have her on. So, um, Ty, you can come on up. How you doing? I'm good. I'm so glad that you are here. This is amazing for me. This is exciting. This is amazing for me. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so... Yeah, just a little bit of backstory, and I'm absolutely gonna let her talk, but this I just gotta get this out. So throughout the course of this entire podcast, me and Ty have had so many run-ins. Uh, there was a period of time in Fort Wayne, Indiana, where it felt like the city was just on fire. Literally, it probably was. 
It was riots and the police were arresting people in droves. There were property damage. There was, you know, white supremacists at large in the city. Um, and during this time, you know, I was invited to speak someplace. And um, I went out here expecting to not see anybody that I knew uh, who was at least of color, right? Because sometimes your white friends or your other ethnicity friends want to show up for you, and I love it. It's great. But it also just means a lot when people who look like you and who experience the same reactions and, and emotions that you do to things show up and support you. And Ty has been one of those people, and I just could never thank you enough for that. So I'm so glad you're here. Thank you. Thank you. I'm honored Absolutely. to be here. <laughs> Yeah. So tell us a little bit about yourself and what you're doing um, and then what episode you're going to be reflecting on. Okay. Well, uh, my name is Ty and I am working in the fitness and wellness coaching realm now. Um, I was medically retired out of the army in 2011 and uh, I did mental health there. So that's kind of the background that kind of has me in a place where I feel like I could really help people, right? And then I started my own, I should say, I'm well into my fitness journey. And the more that I've been doing it, the more I wanted to help others. I just remember feeling stuck and like, you know, I was hopeless and I was gonna stay in this state of um, just being really unhealthy and miserable physically. And finally, you know, something happened and that was just the catalyst that propelled me forward. And, and here I am, you know, uh, there was no more of this. I'm going to do it for two weeks and then fall off. It became a, a lifestyle change. And I just want to help other people do that. And uh, the episode that I'm excited to talk about with you today is number 37. And that was Simone. And it was the naked truth and it was being your authentic self. And when I first heard that one, I was kind of like at this place in my life where I was just, it, it was right on time. So I was just like, oh my <laughs> gosh, this is perfect. Um, just from the way, you know, just, just everything about it from the, the way that she raises her kids, um, those kind of things, like allowing them to pick and not us kind of pushing them, just all of that. To have my children look at the things that I'm doing and say, oh, mom did that because that's what she wanted to do. Okay, mom wrote a book because she wanted to write a book. Mom climbed Kilimanjaro because she wanted to climb Kilimanjaro. Like, and at the same time, I was raising money for an organization that helped, you know, cancer patients. So like the things that I want my kids always to be able to look at the things that I've done and say, she did the things that she wanted to do. And again, with six children, you would also say like, oh, she doesn't have time to do stuff like that. The things that are important to you, you realize, right? And then you make the time to make sure those those things happen. I just thought that that was amazing. And I get a lot of weird looks about, you know, some of those things, but I feel like, you know, it's hard enough. Some of us, I mean, it took me, what, 43 years to figure out what I wanted to do. We can't expect 11, 12, 13, 14, 21 year olds to just have it down, so. Yeah. 
yeah that's really interesting that you say that because that is a um that's super important that we understand that the revelations we receive in life the understanding we have about ourselves comes at such different times for different people you know depending on your environment and everything like that and Simone was a very very unique uh, individual even her backstory and the her mom and dad like just kind of wild like wow okay positions right oh my goodness yeah, they're... that's very interesting <laughs> even the way me and Simone met was really I think we met through Clubhouse uh, we were both speaking at some room and uh, just kind of hit it off and decided to do a podcast together. So I'm so glad that you enjoyed it um, and that you are helping others attain what you have, which is a healthy lifestyle. Watching your entire transformation um, has just been unreal. I mean, <laughs> it's been unreal. I'll just say that. And so um, I'm so happy for you. I can almost barely like, was this the same lifetime? It's so weird. And it's not weird, not in a bad way. And I, you guys understand, like, I'm not saying it's weird in a bad way. It's just the power of a made up mind can just exponentially change everything that you touch. And watching that occur for you, oh my goodness, it's just incredible. It's still incredible. So uh, what were some of your main takeaways from the episode and what were some of your own uh, interpretations of of her life experience um i i really resonate with the being your authentic self right because to a degree on social media and things we are i would say that i'm totally guilty of just putting up the highlight reel Right, because I don't like to dwell. I felt like, well, I don't want to be this kind of person who's, you know, complaining on social media, like just for the world. Like we need results when things are going on, but um, just not getting caught up in that. Right, what we think people want. For the for the longest time, I didn't want to post things because I was like, well, this is not the kind of stuff that gets views. And okay, but I don't have to do that. I don't want to, and if I'm if I'm trying to put myself into this box, it's not gonna come out the way that it's supposed to. Unless you're honest with yourself about things, how do you move forward? So, mm. you know, if I'm representing myself and I'm just showing the shiny, you know, it's not real. It's not like, it's not my whole self. So at the end of the day, when I go to sleep at night, like I wanna feel like I was, my day was full of authenticity. So when I do stuff, I just, I just kind of, I just do it. I don't take like this long time to plan it out. Like certain things you have to plan out, but like just content, for example, like, oh, this seems like a cool idea. Let me put this out here. But to try to say that I got to talk for this amount of time and just do fillers, I just, I can't do that. I can't do that. And I feel like if I'm trying to tell other people to be comfortable in your skin and to be yourself, then I have to reflect that. And that was something, you know, um, not staying in this box. Okay, I have an IT background. I did that for years. I don't want to do that anymore. 
yes, there's really good money in that. There really is. But first of all, I'm behind the curve now. And it's just not, it just, it's not something that would bring me joy. And that's, that's all I'm interested in these days is doing things that, that make me feel good and like I'm contributing in this positive way. And most of all, that I'm taking care of myself. So my mental health and, and self-care, it is not selfish, you know, and if we're running for everyone else and we're not taking care of ourselves, then, you know, at the end of the day, it, you just don't have anything left, you know, and that's not beneficial for me or my children or my husband or, or anyone else that, that I'm around. So the focus on myself. <laughs> yeah. I, saw, I heard somebody say on uh, there's a trainer on Facebook. Not Facebook. He's on Facebook too. But he always says, "Focus on you until the focus is on you." Okay. And 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 I, I now when you're saying that, I, I hear that. I think you know we we we're, we're so worried about, and myself included. You know, you you get really absorbed with your destination that you forget the process. There is so rich. And it's so, you know, instrumental in the way that you can show up for other people. You know, your own life experience is what allows you to help other people. Because now, you know, when you have fitness clients, you understand exactly where they are. Yes. And that's that's a, a humble way to approach, um, you know, the fitness industry, which I think sometimes can be just very, very superficial. I'm not in the fitness industry. Maybe I shouldn't say that. Um, no, I think I think that's an accurate um, word to use for that. Yeah. <laughs> um, well, it's easy. It's easy to get. It's easy to get caught up in that, right? And so, if you're focusing on the process, that's where you're learning all of the lessons. So, I feel like that. I feel like being relatable is important. You know what I mean? And I try to always come from a place of not being up here, right? Just being like, you know, I get it. I understand, We've, but we have to, what are we gonna do differently? We can focus on, okay, every time I do this, this doesn't work, or what are we gonna do differently? And it took me going through it and going through these different things and trying a different faddish diets and all these things to realize, okay, I can't do this, this is not working. Um, the quick way is not really the quick way if it doesn't last, you know, but I would do that. I was guilty of, you know, I would say showing off on the internet, right? I'd be in the gym and this is not, I wouldn't even say within the last year, everything has just really been the, to show people like you can do it. But years before posts and stuff, no, and I wasn't in there working out hard, right? Or, you know, you'd get a, a picture, you got to have a picture that you went to the gym or that one healthy meal that I had that day, <laughs> taking a, a picture of that and, and showing it, but not everything else. And I just, I have no desire to do that. What you see is what you get um, in front and behind closed doors. This is, this is who I am. And it's so much easier. For real, integrity is difficult if all of you is not aligned in the same direction. And that is, um, that's something I'm working on this year. It's just making sure that every part of my identity is facing the right direction. And um, that can be difficult at times, but you know, it's, it's, you know, it's part of the process. You said something that I wanna point out. You said, 
it's not the quick way if it doesn't last. And I think that for me is, it's just very important because I feel like with my business, you know, I'm learning all these things. Um, but the main thing I'm learning is that what's most important is to play the longevity game. Because if it's not the long game, what is it? And it's not the quick way if it doesn't last. And that is a really, really profound way to look at things. Um, what do you feel like are some of the quick ways your clients have been um, trying to overcome the process and failing at? What are some of the quick ways you feel like it's easy for someone to fall into um, and how you help them out of that? Uh, some of the quick ways, I would say, uh, these overly restrictive diets, right? So the way that I eat, for anyone coming to me and they're like, I want to do what you did, but you don't need to. Not eating meat is a personal choice. Uh, dairy, I cannot, and gluten. But if you don't have those issues, then there's no need to eat the way that I eat, right? And I think that people look at that and they didn't see the process. So they're thinking, well, and I've done it. I did this too. Well, I'm gonna eat this way and then the weight's gonna come off. Okay, but are you gonna eat like that for the rest of your life? Because if you're just going to do it to lose all this weight in a small amount of time, or, or uh, you know, you're, you're working out hardcore, they're doing all these things, and then when they get to this magic number, or magic size, or the trip, or, or whatever, a holiday, then it's just, you just go back into these old habits. So I'm uh, big on finding things that you enjoy. Like I enjoy lifting weights, I enjoy Zoom, but those kind of things, so it's easy for me. But if I didn't enjoy them, then on days where I'm just like, I don't even want to get out of the bed, I'm not going to do it. Right. If So finding things that you can stick with, a way of eating, like you don't have to just eat grilled chicken and broccoli 24-7. Like that's not, <laughs> and you got to eat. That's another thing people just, they think that, it's got to be this one size fits all. Like I've got to eat, you know, grilled chicken and broccoli and rice and that's it. And I got to work out for hours every day. No, you don't have to do that. You don't have to eliminate carbs. You... I just, <laughs> the quick way, yeah, or the teas, you know, and again, not not knocking anyone that that's selling that. I know that usually when they do that, they're telling you in conjunction with, a healthier diet and activity. But if you think I'm just gonna drink this, whatever the different drinks or pills are, and that's it, well then that's not gonna help you. <laughs> yeah. So I'm a really imp impatient person sometimes. And um, I've had the privilege and the uh, disadvantage of having been in really, really great shape at different moments in life. <laughs> So you never quite <laughs> forgive yourself for not being in that shape anymore. And so learning to reimagine yourself, you know, and, and, and I think this is something I learned, uh, something like kind of a mental, spiritual download I got from our whole experience with 45 as president uh, was 
he kept saying again. And I was like, we can't do anything again. We can only do things now. And so then it turned on myself. I'm like, okay, wait a minute, kid boy. What are you trying to relive again? What are you trying to get back again? There is no again. It's gone. It's never coming back. You can only adapt and create the, the you, the reality that you want to live in, new now. Because now is the only thing that we have. And so for me, it is kind of frustrating sometimes. I mean, I lift and work out and stuff, and I still don't see certain things that I want to see. Um, and so you get tempted to try quick solutions and things like that. Um, but what you said earlier is so good. It's not a quick way if it doesn't last. No. You know, like, it's just a waste of time at that point. It took you know, me a while to get playing there. with your emotions. Yeah. Yeah. Do you feel like, what do you, what other aspects of your life do you feel like have changed since you have kind of dialed in your fitness? I think that it's, it's been a whole, a whole thing, right? So not just fitness, just a, a mindset shift because I do suffer with uh, bipolar disorder, right? And I don't want to take the medication for it. So then I have to find a lot of things that, so working out is something that helps me. It helps me tremendously. The way that I eat, it makes me feel good. So like, it's like this whole balance. So my tolerance for certain things, like just, for example, let's say you have a friendship and there's just it's just chaotic or I just, I can't, I can't have any room for that. So um, I'm just really focusing every day. Every day is a different day, right? What can I do today that is going to make me physically feel good and emotionally? And so the emotional part, right, is the self-care and helping others. So to me, it's just, it's just like this magic formula and, and it's different than how I was doing mental health in the army. So this is, this is not people coming to me with all the worst things they can think of. This is, Hey, I need some help. And they're showing people like, you got this. It's not a magic place. It all has to do with us. We can go to 15 different gyms. If we're not putting in the work, you know, or staying consistent, it's going to be the same result everywhere. Um, so a lot of just kind of looking inward instead of looking outward at others to blame for what we feel like we lack. Yeah, yeah, that's really, <laughs> uh, that's really great. That's really great. Okay, I have a question for you. What's one of the most uncommon benefits that you receive from working out and staying healthy? Something you don't feel like anybody talks about. The simple things like, like grocery shopping, being able to carry things like, okay, over the summer, I went to Best Buy and I got a, I think it was a 42 inch TV, not that big. I'm gonna tell you two years ago, I would not have been carrying that out, wouldn't have been able to. And this woman was insisting on getting help for me. And I'm like, no, I got it. And so, Finally, she couldn't get anyone to come up. So I was like, ma'am, I'm serious. So I just picked the TV up and carry it out. Like, like it was nothing. And to me, that just felt 
that felt so empowering, right? I wasn't this woman sitting there waiting for somebody to come save me and take this TV, but like those little things, being able to walk up the steps without feeling out of breath, getting in and out of the car without being in pain, like those are the things like, it's just so worth it. You know what I mean? Being able to eat a meal and not feel miserable afterwards and still be able to function. You know, it's, it's a whole, you know, and then I got labs done. Everything has improved. So all of these issues that I once had to take pills for, I don't. And it really has to do with what we're putting in, what we're allowing in our bodies. Um, and even mentally, right? If I listen to a certain type of music constantly, it puts me in this headspace. So I'm like, okay, it's time to dial it back, you know, just, <laughs> just taking care of yourself. It, it's, it's empowering. It really is. Wow. And that confidence, I'm sure, um, impacts the way that you parent, impacts the way that, you know, you show up for yourself in your relationships. Um, with your family and with friends and things like that as well. Because uh, I know, you know, for me, for me, I, and this sounds some kind of way, but I'm going to say it. I'm used to being probably the, one of the fittest people in the, in my circle of friends, right? Okay. Yeah. And so it's easy for me and I say fit as in like your traditional idea of fit that has nothing to do with how well certain people eat and how well certain people take care of them. So I'm just talking about like just physical appearance. And I think sometimes it's easy for me to feel complacent with the way that I am because I feel like I don't have anyone to um, not necessarily compete with, but to share that journey with and I'm really good about getting to the gym and stuff like that because that's where I do like my active meditations um, and I listen to music and books and podcasts and stuff and so that has helped but for a minute there it felt until I reframed what I was doing with my health it just felt like just another lonely activity do you feel like people I mean, obviously it's really trendy to say, oh, well, I go to the gym to like take care of my demons or whatever. Yeah. But do you feel like people are less likely to get in better shape, less likely to take care of themselves because they feel like it's a journey they're gonna have to go on by themselves and they don't have any companionship or they don't have any partnership or they don't have any, um, you know, any community when they are trying to take care of themselves. You know, because I think in any community, you know, unhealthy habits are just a human thing at yeah. this point. And when you decide that's not going to be your thing, um, I think many times we get very insecure about how everyone else is going to view us as a healthy person, which is completely weird. So do you <laughs> encounter that a lot? What's the fix for that? What? No, nah, it's not a fix. What would you instruct a client to do in that situation? I'm a fan of group classes or group training. Um, I feel like being in a group class, you're, you know, whatever you're going through, they're going through it too. So it's like this, for example, Zumba, been going off and on for years. And just recently, 
well, within the last month or so, gotten back and I'm going regularly because it's fun for me. But just like the women in there, so now they see, okay, she's back, but she's like back for real. So, you know, just encouraging me to come in the front and be in the middle and, hey, you inspire me or just the smile on your face kind of brighten my day. Like just hearing those things, like it's such a good feeling. Or if I'm in a mood, as soon as I step through that door, it legit, it's like, okay, I'm with my people. Like we're about to do learn these, uh, <laughs> learn these moves. And even um, the strength training classes, like just being around other people and seeing different fitness levels, but like there's no competing mentality, right? So like, wow, I'm looking at her like, oh, goals. And then you see someone's looking at you thinking the same thing. And it's like, we have this, I don't know. It's like, it's like a community. And, and I've only been there now consistently, I'd say a little over a month and I'm, I'm just already in love and I feel home, but home is, it, it could be anywhere. It just depends on what you like. And I'd say if there's something that gets you moving, that's fitness related. And there are other people that have that same thing. Even if that's all you guys get together for, have that. Cause I don't hang out with anybody from the gym at home, right? But when we're there, you think we were just like the best of friends and then we just leave and that's it. So find your community that loves doing the things that you like to do. Thanks for listening to Empower You Podcast. I want to take a second and tell you about a service I've been using that has literally changed my life. Akita Ricks, the founder of SawyerScore.com, helped me erase negative items on my credit score, provided me a clear path to improving my credit, and raised my score by 100 points in the first 90 days. Like, whoa. The best part about all of this is all I had to do was follow instructions. Now, if you're like me and you need a credit bestie, you need to click the link below and schedule your absolutely free discovery call today. Tell them Kidboy sent you walking there's walking clubs there's books like anything but we're since we're talking about fitness you have people who are passionate about all aspects and you can get on face facebook and find a group you know that's local and 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 get involved in those things and then you you know and then you, it's that healthy competition like not this uh well, I'm better than you. Nothing like that, but like, okay, yeah, wait, just give me, give me a few months. <laughs> yeah, Do you think, you think, you think, um, and this is a long shot, but I just want to see what you, what you think. <laughs> Do you think exercise helps you find your true, your authentic self? Do you think the, 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 the investment of physical exertion and, and health help you discover your true self yes yes i i feel like i had always been someone who was uh, when it came to physical activity trying to do as little as possible so even in the military my goal was never maxing out anything what's the minimum okay it's 18 all right i may get 20 you know what i mean like (laughs) (laughs) and just just kind of fighting all of it, right? Just not enjoying it and just looking at it like it's a chore. And so now it's just like, oh, this makes me feel great. So if I'm, I know this is vain, but like you're working out and you look in the mirror and you see like the tricep or whatever, like that just, (laughs) my day is made or (laughs) just because I'm putting in so much work. And so 
when you feel good and other people notice it, and you're talking about strangers, like there's no like, okay, this person wants something. No, they just when they yeah. notice it, <laughs> it just it's icing on the cake. <laughs> oh yeah, oh yeah, I I. I... <laughs> I think that's awesome, and I and I agree with that. I think there is, you know, and I, everybody has their varying levels of activity. Um, but I had a guy on the podcast. His name is Mike Williams, um, and he said you have to win your day. He said lifting weights, getting up early in the morning, whether you know whether you're a, a person who works out later in the day, whatever. He said, but that's going to be the hardest thing you do all day. No matter what your job is, they're probably not going to require you to lift weights or run for 20 minutes or like, so if you can get certain tasks out of the way, you prove to yourself every day that you're prepared for whatever's coming next. Because if you can do this, well, I certainly can send a couple extra emails that day. I can certainly take an extra call. I can certainly, you know what I mean? Like, and for me, I think my whole thing is I, I, I want to condition myself to be accustomed to adversity. Um, because every time you change up your weight or every time I get up in the morning, you know, I, I, it's adversity. I don't want to. There's probably good reasons why not to, especially here in the Midwest. It's cold, it's windy. Like, oh, oh yeah. <laughs> Why would I go out and deal with that? Like, but I, I think it's beautiful what you're doing because, you know, more times than not, we convince ourselves that we're not worth the hassle. And I think that is the, the ultimate damaging narrative is to not assume that you're worth whatever the hassle is, whatever the struggle is, whatever the... the the issue is you're absolutely worth it it doesn't you know whatever the application is so for you what is your number one goal with your business what's your number one goal with your clients if you could see one thing out of your clients what would it be that flip that switched for me where they know I can do anything I put my mind to. Like, and not just saying it, it's not just lip service. I can do anything that I put my mind to. And that's what I want them to see. You don't need someone to do it for you. You, you got this, but they just need that coaching along the way until they get to a place. I want them to get to that place where they know they can do whatever they put their mind to. And they are worth it. So that that's so important and they're not stuck no one is stuck you know we can say all day well I've always been like this or I've always done this or every time I tried to do this this happened okay until it doesn't and I do I say this a lot like having the tenacity of a toddler right because <laughs> if they want something you you could put something on a bed and you have a, a, a baby that's not even quite walking they're gonna figure out a way to get it if they got to climb up on stuff, like it's almost, it's almost, it's pretty scary, but they, they want it. So they go after it and they're not allowing anything to keep them from that. Right. And so if we have that about ourselves, the same dedication, when you're going and you're working a job and you're spending 12 to 14 hours, there's no one that can tell me that you truly, especially if it's not your own business, you love doing that. 
no, you do it because it needs to be done. You can't do that for yourself. You can't take out 15, 30 minutes, an hour for yourself, but you can put in 12 for someone else. Mm, that's really interesting. That makes me think of so many things. What's right up? <laughs> so, <laughs> first of all, isn't Ty great? Like, she has such an, a great energy and a great spirit. I'm so grateful that you're here. And if you guys are listening and enjoying Ty, write thank you, Ty, in the, in the comments, okay? Um, because she's truly an incredible human being. I'm so grateful that you're here. Uh, I want to go back to something that you said. You said that, you know, it's it's nobody enjoys working 12 plus hours for some institution or some job. And that that same person who's willing to dedicate all that time is often not willing to invest an hour in themselves. This is a two-part question is one, do you think it's because of the fatigue or two, do you think it's because they don't believe in the reward they're gonna receive from feeling better? I would say a combination of both in some cases. Um, in other cases, I honestly don't know because they can fit other things into their schedule. So they have to find a way. So if we're talking about working out, something that brings some level of enjoyment, maybe not in the moment. I can't say in the moment that I'm trying to lift something heavy or when I'm, you know, running a lap, like that's like, oh yeah, no. But when I'm done, I feel like I did that. You know what I mean? And so no, I don't like getting up early. I'm, I, I still don't. I still don't enjoy getting up early, but I enjoy those classes. I enjoy the way I feel after. And if I don't do it, that feeling to me is not worse than me getting up and going. So people say they don't want it if they have these hours, well, I don't have time. Okay, you don't have to go to a place. We have the internet. You can get online. You can pull up a YouTube video. So it, it's it's just probably not, I think, a commitment thing, right? They don't wanna commit to another thing on top of, in their mind, everything else that they have to do. This is like one more thing. But if you reframe it, instead of it being like this big bad gem, ugh, it's not PE when you're in, in school and you didn't wanna do it. This is something that you're doing for yourself. So your quality of life is better, you know? So you're not hurting all the time. And if you're sitting at a desk all day, oh my goodness, you gotta do something. This is all so good. I read this book called uh, Atomic Habits. Have you read that book? I have heard of it. I have not read that. Um, I need to read it. I cannot remember the guy's name. I can't remember the guy's name. Um, but it's called Atomic Habits. It's a newer book. And he said that every time you go work out, every time you maybe do whatever it is that, that helps you feel better, you're casting a vote for yourself. You're reminding yourself that you're the type of person that 
takes care of themselves. You're the type of person that thinks well enough of themselves to prevent future issues that like you're it's not about building a body it's about building an identity as the type of person who stays fit the type of person who lives well past 80 the type of person who has energy for activities with their kids that you know and and i think when i realized that more of what i wanted you know yeah i wanted to get in shape but i just wanted to feel good and feel really confident I wanted to feel like no matter what anybody says, you could never talk about my commitment level. And I felt like being the type of person who gets up at 4 a.m. to to pray and meditate and then go to the gym, being the type of person to do those things, you can't take that from me. No matter what happens in life, you will never be able to take my dedication to being my best self away from me. You could say I'm, I made a mistake with whatever you want, but I guarantee you, I show up for myself more often than than you. And not you, like as in time, but I, I mean, like, just think about this. You know what I mean? Like yeah. for those who are listening, think about your track record of, of showing up for yourself or not showing up for yourself. How many times you say you're not going to do something and you end up doing it? How many times you say you're gonna do something better and then you don't. You're casting a vote for yourself as someone who you maybe can't trust. I can't trust myself around ice cream. I can't trust myself around cake and cookies. I can't trust myself around because you consistently have reminded yourself and proved to yourself that you can't do it. And so, you know, having a community or having, you know, someone like Ty who can hold you by the hand and help you create and cast this new identity you know it's just so invaluable because the internet has connected us all but it's also isolated us all because no one really has to care in order to appear like they care does right. that make sense yes so that's that's atomic when you said that i was just like atomic habits atomic habits okay i'm gonna have to read that <laughs> it was a very very interesting book and i, I have been James Clear. Thinking about that. James Clear. Oh, I almost had it. (laughs) Awesome. Awesome. So that's Atomic Habits by James Clear. It's a really, really great book. I'm not an affiliate, um, but it's a really great book. So do with that information what you will. So Ty, you know, before we wrap up, I have two questions. One, what's the main thing you want people to take away from being their authentic self and and incorporating exercise and movement into that authentic self that's the first question and second is i would love for you to give us a thought exercise because the things that you struggle with the things that are your challenges you know uh definitely resonate with my audience with myself as somebody who you know struggles with different things um, what is something that you do on a regular basis that helps you combat, you know, your depression or episodes or any of those things? So we'll do the first one first, right? And then we'll move into the thought exercise. What was the one thing you wanted people to take away gotcha. from the interview okay. uh, about being your authentic self and incorporating movement? Okay, so as far as being your authentic self, you're going to feel so much better. I, I think there are so many of us who are, so many out there, we're, we're trying to 
appear to be a certain way. And that, that's a lot of energy. If you're just yourself, if you like something, you like something. If you don't, you don't, that's okay. If there's something that you're into and maybe others aren't, then you find people who are into that. But stop trying to put yourself into a box. And I, I just, I feel like that's what we're here for. We're here to, to share experiences and, and live life. We're not supposed to be miserable every day. And if you're not being who you are, you're, it's, it's, you can't feel good about that. Like living this lie or, or half truths or wanting people to think that you're this way and you're really not, you know, just, just be yourself and, and work on, if there are things that you want to do that are better, work on that. Just, it's a practice. Everything takes practice. Yeah. Mm, it's a practice. All of it. That's great. That's great. So, so for a thought exercise, what, uh, how are you getting through this as somebody who, um, suffers from bipolar disorder, who is mastering more of their authentic self? What are some tips that you can, that you can share with us? Um, something that's key for me is again, like I, I said about joy, if it doesn't bring me joy, then I have to disassociate from it. And whether that's people or things, anything, I, I just have to disassociate from it. And then that, that helps me. Having a routine, I need, I need structure. So getting up in the morning, going to the gym, like that's just, that's a, that's just a way of life for me. Um, I have not mastered every area of my life, I'm working on it in stages. So, you know, be gentle, be kind to yourself. You know, I wasn't always uh, a person that I could be proud of. You know what I mean? So um, I'm not who I was last year. You know, I'm, and you're allowed to change and don't allow people to keep you stuck with a title that you don't have anymore. Mm, so you better say that. <laughs> that is my advice. Find something that you enjoy and do that. Work, life is not just about working and going and paying bills. It's a component of it, but <laughs> yeah, that's that's that's. You said don't let people give you a title that you're not anymore. That's really really interesting. Hmm. So <laughs> I'm going to share this because it's on my mind and so I want to share. Okay, so one of the things that I am working on that I became keenly aware of at the very end of last year and then going into this year was two things. One, no matter who you are for anybody, you cannot control what they are going through. Does not matter. It, they can be your best friend, doesn't matter, because ultimately it is their job to handle what they're going through. And then two, it goes to what you said. Don't let other people tell you who you are in their hurt or their whatever they're going through. Because the reality is you get to decide who you are. They get to be whatever they are as well. And that's the only thing 
that you really should be worried about because the person who you build yourself to be is ultimately the only person you're responsible for being. And no matter how other people internalize it or misunderstand it or, or get frustrated by it because you won't do or you will do or you're more committed to this or that or, or you know, you're not participating in things that they want you to participate in, your only job is to be true to yourself. And what I love about what you're doing and the, the, the framework around what you're doing is getting you back. Yeah, you're taking this avenue of fitness, but you're creating the type of person who looks out for yourself. The type of person who is, is, is concerned with who they're becoming on a daily basis. And I think sometimes we can get so caught up trying to appease other people's expectations, our community's expectations, your relationship expectations, your job expectations, that you completely lose who you're even trying to be. And so I love that you said that because that is something I feel very, very acutely right now. Um, because, you know, people are gonna get mad at you. Oh, I know. And make it, you know. <laughs> Listen, it, it just is what it is. Like, I'm not, and for you all who are listening to this too, you are only responsible for yourself. Don't allow other people to, to make you take on their stuff. That's not your job. Even if y'all are super good friends and, and, and you share uncomfortable spaces, it's still not your job to take care of it. It's just not. And I think for people who, you know, who, who are challenged, you know, with, with different mental health things, you know, just like you said, I think that's super powerful. And I and I love it because these are things that I've worked on too. And I ask that because I struggle with different things mentally and have, have reached a level in my life where you gotta take medication for certain things. You have to manage these things in a responsible way. You can't be experiencing the same extreme highs and lows that you normally could you have too many responsibilities now. You know, you get older, your life changes, you can't respond to things the same way. And a couple in, in 2021, I feel like I'm telling you so much stuff. Right I, now. I love it. I, <laughs> listen, this is this is the power of her coaching, okay? You just start opening up. Um, I, uh, I went through a, a, a really difficult place in my life and I realized um, against my own volition uh, that I needed to start taking uh, anxiety medications. And um, I'm a very, very high functioning person. And so I really took that very, very hard. I really, 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 really did. It took, I mean, oh my God, it's it was a lot. And so to, to hear anybody's um, methods of, of coping and dealing and, and continuing to grow themselves I'm always interested because I'm like a sponge like I want to learn as much as I can because one you know if I have to be on this medication the rest of my life I will be if it's gonna help me become the best version of myself I'll do it but if I don't have to I definitely won't um, and so 
you saying, uh, I was like listening to you like on a checklist. It's like, okay, I got a routine. Okay, cool, cool, cool. You know, like, and so uh, I just, I just appreciate you being so vulnerable about the way that you take care of yourself because, you know, I, I not only have, do I uh, suffer from different things or, or um, I am living with certain things, I also know a lot of people who I care about who who are, are having a really rough go of it. And um, I love that it's still possible. No matter what your your struggle is, it's still very possible for you to achieve your optimum level of health and authenticity, no matter if you're struggling with, you know, bipolar disorder or depression or high functioning uh, anxiety or whatever it is, it's still possible. None of those things count you out. And that is just very relieving to hear. So thank you for sharing that with us. I feel like those are <laughs> super personal questions. So. Well, thank you. I, and, that, and that's the thing, right? sharing information so when we share it then you realize wait I hey I can relate see so we're relatable and that's it when you find that then that's when you start to build then you can build a relationship because you have something in common wow (laughs) all right listen here now (laughs) y'all I hope you all got a lot out of this because this is uh, this is becoming a, a semi-emotional interview. <laughs> so, listen, um, how can we get a hold of you? How can the audience find you, support what you're doing? How can people who potentially may want um, to work with you reach out to you? Um, how can we uh, incorporate ourselves into your world? Okay, I have a website that will be live on Monday. Um, okay. In the meantime, they can reach out to me on Instagram, uh, and that's at Ty, which is T-A-I underscore Deller. Um, and yeah, just just message me there, and uh, the website, it'll be live. I'll have that posted on all my social media, so they'll be able to um, find out how to reach me and, you know, any way that I can help um, within reason. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> right, right. <laughs> Right. I love that. So by the time this interview airs, all of the web, the website will be live. And so will any of the other um, trainings and things like that that she has available as well. And so I will include those in the show notes. But what you can do right now is go to uh, Ty Deller, Ty underscore Deller, right? On Instagram and follow her page. She is an absolutely incredible human being. And I'm so, so grateful that you had some time to share with us. Is there anything, uh, any parting things that you wanted to share with us uh, before we close out? It's the new year. And I know people say new year, new me. If you're one of those people, just put a plan together and stick with it. Start with something small, get that established, then add another component because we can get overwhelmed. So just... Be kind to yourself. Put yourself first. It's not selfish. We need to get away from being a society that thinks just because you're working on yourself that that is a negative thing. Put yourself first and your life will change for sure. 
Mm, put yourself first and your life will change. Thank you so much for being here. Uh, to all of you who are listening, who are watching, thank you for being here. Make sure you share, like, comment, subscribe. It helps us reach more listeners so that we can reach and impact more people, which is ultimately what this is about. Don't be stingy, all right? You got it for free, share it for free. You know what I'm saying? So thank you again so, 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 so much. Thank you. Um, I will talk to you all super, super soon in another episode of Empower You Podcast. Peace. Thanks for listening to Empower You Podcast. Don't forget to rate and review this episode because we would love to hear your takeaways from this discussion. And it helps us reach more listeners just like you. If you'd like daily audio video clips from the podcast, you can find Empower You Podcast on Facebook, Instagram, and YouTube. Thanks for listening. I'll talk to you soon.